1: Welcome to Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler. A couple of footy legends covering all things sport. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sorrento has landed. And Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas.
2: Big night coming up on Sports Day. Badge and Sat's here with you. Great to have your company. Exciting stuff for uh, for Kia. Our great sponsors, Scotty Sattler how are you, mate?
3: Tremendous weekend of sport, which started off on. I'm oh, really well, badge and listeners. Started off with the uh, the women's state of origin, Sunshine Coast
2: Friday night. Yes. Yeah,
3: tremendous third state of origin game. There's always been interstate matches, of course, and uh, Queensland uh, won its first it. state yes. of origin in front of a good crowd at the Sunshine Coast Stadium as well. And then so home oh,
2: teams have won them all. Exactly, the last two were at North Sydney Oval, yeah. and, and New South Wales won.
3: And then we continue to watch the Masters and young Cameron Smith continuing to to storm up the leaderboard, and then mm. we come to Sunday and we have one of the worst sporting decisions, especially one of the worst boxing decisions we've seen when young Andrew Maloney fought for a world title and just had it snatched away from him. It was one of the worst calls you've seen in boxing.
2: Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. We'll uh, we'll discuss that in length as the uh, as the show goes on. Hey, we're going to be joined very soon by Queensland origin legend, uh, Channel 9 commentator Darren Lockyer. Will
3: who... it be Darren or Triple... Darrell? Because Darryl's oh, his alter ego.
2: Yeah, I think it'd be Darren at mm. this stage. Maybe late on Wednesday night, if Queensland snag a, a victory, it could turn into Darryl. Mm. Uh, but he uh, he doubles up or triples as an Origin selector, yep. of course. So I'll we'll have a chat with Lockie uh, pretty soon. That's coming up. Uh, our hot topic should the women's state of origin be a best of three series and remain standalone? You've, you've tossed this up, Sats, because there's a bit of stuff going on on, uh, on Twitter. Um, stand alone, or should it be played, you know, uh, along with the men's as a curtain raiser?
3: Don't say curtain raiser. Why? You can't say curtain raiser. Well, they're raiser. not going to
2: play that this after the men's game, are they?
3: No, they're not. Right. They're not. But there are many out there I'm believing... Going
2: get, I'm going to get some flack for that, aren't I? There are
3: many believing that it deserves a stand alone, the, uh, the women's state of origin. Uh, I, I And I, again, I, I tend to feel as though that if you ask the players... Would they want to play in front of 52,000 or 5,500? I don't
2: know. What would you prefer, Scott? Oh,
3: 52,000 every day of the week. Yes. Mm.
2: Righto. Um, you, you, can, know, you can text us. Now, there's
3: a reason why Badge just paused there because he's watching himself on a big screen here kicking a goal in the 1990 state <laughs> of origin. that's all I
2: did that whole series, actually. <laughs> I ordered a few people around. Zero four, I'll tell you what, the King started well. He's on fire early in this, uh, this game. 4 736 736 You can send us a text. Uh, we're going to catch up as well with Chris Nelson very soon for a Racing Queensland update. Let's get to our sports update. Sports Day Sports Update. Straight into the origin news uh, for Toro's big spring clean. It is in store now. As I said, we're going to talk to Lockie soon. Uh, but a few things have happened. Um, our own skipper, Daly Cherry Evans, says uh, Xavier Coates, has got to get through training yet tomorrow to prove he's overcome a leg injury for the origin decider. It's on on Wednesday night. Of course, I think everyone's aware of that. Um, So Xavier Coates in some doubt and Branko Lee on standby. Mm. That's that's not ideal at this late stage. Branko Lee, I'd imagine if he comes in, he's not going to play on the wing. That would be pushing...
3: Dane, Dane Gagai out to the wing, which would be a shame mm, from a Queensland Christ. perspective. I, I think no doubt when you go across the uh, the Queensland team, there's your Munsters and your Daly Cherry Evans, of course, your Josh Papali's. I think Dane Gagai is in that top four players. Whereby Brad Fittler would be looking and saying, "Hey, listen, he's been yes, one Dane. of our, our biggest threats. I think to take him off out of the centre position, put him onto the wing. Hey, he's still going to be great because he has been on so many occasions for Queensland on the wing, but." He's been a real threat at centre. He so was I've,
2: selected there for this series until Branko pulled yeah. out before game one. Mm. So that's um, it, it, a bit it's it's worrying switcheroo. for Queensland,
3: but Xavier yeah. Coates, uh, the young kid, he had a really good game game one. He was, I thought, he was pretty good in game two as well. That phenomenal try. Um, trained in sand shoes yesterday, and just going through some some light exercise. That's that's concerning. Two or three days out from an Origin mm. badge. Let's. So oh uh, well, no more tomorrow. Maybe. Every player is hurting at the moment. Yeah, that's right. See, short played, turnarounds. Played last Wednesday. Mm.
2: Uh, Josh had a car. He's got a bruised toe, but yep. um, they're saying no problem at all. Be, he seemed play.
3: to be dancing okay after the game too. There was some footage where one of, of the players was being was being interviewed, and he was in the background with his sunnies on in the dressing shed, jersey off, and. Uh, and moving quite freely and, and dancing. Yeah. Maybe the adrenaline was still going through his body. Waited until he calmed, so. cooled down. That's when the uh, the toe started hurting.
2: Blues fans, happy to know you're going with the same 17, uh, although there has been a, a few per- people hoping that Ryan Pappenhausen would get a go off the bench, but that's not going to happen. So the same 17 that won uh, convincingly in Game 2 at ANZ Stadium last week. Uh, Corey Allen is coming in to the other wing for Queensland, but um, there's... Whispers that he might switch to fullback, yeah. and Val Holmes go on the wing, so he can try to take care of the uh, flying Josh Addo Car.
3: I suppose Corey Allen, because he plays fullback for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Wayne Bennett knows what he's going to get. He's going to know what, he, what he's going to get with Corey Allen. With his, he's very good. He's better
2: a, fullback than a winger.
3: I think he's a better fullback than a winger. Uh, mm-hmm. The reason I think that badge is, uh, without trying to get too technical. Your wingers, when a kick, ball, when a ball goes down after a kick, fullback brings it back. A lot of the time, tackle two was one of those wingers. That's where you want a bigger winger to sort of try and damage the defensive line. Yeah, on Queensland two. got
2: got caught out there, bringing it back from Philip Sammy's side. I
3: wouldn't want Corey Allen bringing tackle two back. That's that was the luxury of having someone like a like a Corey Oates for Queensland, and now they've yeah. got Daniel Tupo, New South Wales, who's been uh, he's, he's done a great job. So for Corey Allen, when he brings that tackle two. Uh, has that opportunity to be dominated so if he brings tackle one back on kick return val Holmes at least has a fair bit of power when he when he comes onto that tackle two so it's
2: not a big body though.
3: He's not, but he's actually really—he's so hard to contain. And when he was playing for Cronulla, it was the same on the wing. He comes mm. through the ruck really early on the tackle counts and gets your team going forward. Well, I think
2: Queensland needs to do something different in there. They can't just go kick, return, fullback, and then winger try to take it up. They need to do something, shift it or whatever. Because well, what they did in game... We got absolutely smashed in that area. Well, in, in game, game two,
3: two, Queensland, they identified that if they went toe-to-toe, uh, in the middle of the in the middle of the field, they were actually getting dominated by the, by that mass, that massive New South Wales forward pack. Mm. The minute that, that Queensland started to move the ball a little bit, get it to the edges, Jaden Sewer and Co, they started finding a few inroads. Mm. They went away from it for some reason, um, and you do that when you're fatigued, you're tired, you're losing the battle. You just go back to the middle of the field again. So yeah, let, let's hope that uh, they go back to the um, the game of width.
2: Two debutants for Queensland: Corey Allen, we've mentioned, and Harry Grant. Who's coming in to uh, to Jersey fourteen? He'll be coming off the bench at this stage, uh, and of course, as you'd expect, he's pretty stoked to be in the Queensland side. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty surreal, mate. I think um, if you told me at the start of the year that I'd be playing State of Origin, and, um, it's probably fortunate enough the way that things happened this year with COVID and State of Origin being back end of the year with a with a larger squad. So. Um, yeah, pretty surreal, but yeah, just keen to get out there on Wednesday night.
3: He also said his dad's a New South Walshman, which is only going to support his son when uh, when he plays his first game for Queensland. But his son said, we don't <laughs> want him, he's a turncape. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting how Queensland um, and how Wayne Bennett and, and Mal Meningi use Harry Grant, whether there's a... I'll, I'll be interested to ask Darren Lockyer about this, actually. Is there a minute on the clock where they say, OK, we bring Jake Friend off we put on Harry Grant, or is it going to be just uh, let's just feel it out and see how the game's going? Because I think he's got a lot to offer at, at origin level. I think he can ask a lot of questions. And mm. I think, again, when you talk about Brad Fittler and he, he looks at the opposition side, I think he looks at Harry Grant as more of a threat when he comes on. I've got no doubt that they've discussed Harry Grant New South Wales, when Harry Grant comes on, it's going to be red flags as opposed to starting the game with Jake Friend at dummy half. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Um, yeah. Just, you know, I, I'm i a bit um, disappointed for Ben Hunt. I think I think he's done a good job and he got thrown in in really tough circumstances the other night. I think Queensland
3: uh, have left themselves in a vulnerable maybe, position, not yeah. having a, a player that can cover the halves. Yeah, they'll mm-hmm. have to
2: have some sort of plan there. Uh, Paul Gallen agrees with Dean Ritchie. Surprise, surprise. He thinks yes, this is the worst Queensland team in 40 years. Have a listen.
3: Dean Ritchie in the Telegraph has said this is the worst Queensland team in 40 years. Is that fair or unfair? Fair. I think it's. I think it's the look. I look at the look at the period I came through against against Queensland, seeing that great side mm. full of probably a few future immortals. And I look at this current side, and they've got some great players. But I think as a team, I, I, as I said,
4: when it comes down to ability, I don't yeah. think they've got anywhere near the ability of the Blues to I'm so just going gonna...
3: He makes a really good point. He made a really, really good point, Paul Gallen, where he said um, when, you, when you look at the halves, they both cancel each other out. Then when you look at the hookers and the fullbacks, that's where talent takes over. So uh, whether it's the worst team or not, I don't think it's really an argument, but he does make a good point about the talent.
2: What do you think? one 15 33 Worst Queensland team ever. Or what do you think about Paul Gallen weighing in on that? Uh, or you can text us. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six, and he is entitled to his opinion. I like it. He's the captain of the worst ever New South Wales yeah, but side. I, I like it. nine out of ten series. I like it that Gal's he got... He knows what it's like. He's, to got, be. he's got
3: the ability to to continue playing the villain when he's actually not playing anymore. And I and I don't think we've had enough of it through Origin game two. We led into it with a little bit of a little bit of rivalry between Tino and, and yep. Payne Husk. I love it that, that Gallen is is talking up this third Origin match, and whether you agree with the comment, or agrees with the comment or not, I just like how it incites. A little bit of, little bit Advise of Advise Everyone up. That's our aggression. origin
2: update. Toro's big spring cleaners here get zero percent interest across the the uh, the Toro range in store now. Uh, now the NRL is uh, going to change the current rules. Well, there's a talk about this. It's not they're not set to change it, but there is a report from the uh, in the Daily Telegraph that uh, at the moment you have to be retired for five years before you can be considered an immortal. Um, apparently it's been raised during a meeting that they want to change that and, uh, and therefore Cameron Smith could be given that honour very, very soon. I, I don't like the idea. I think that, I think you need everything to settle down a bit. There's a bunch of blokes who've retired in the last five years even more. Darren Lockie we're going to talk to you very soon. For mine and for a lot of people's money, he's a future immortal. But I think you need the dust to settle on their careers to make genuine comparisons with everyone else before you jump straight in, I don't know what the rush is.
3: I I agree. I mean, it's inevitable that someone like Cameron Smith and Jonathan Thurston, who retired at the what at the end of two thousand eighteen, it's inevitable that they will be immortals. So why? Very rush? likely. Yeah. Well,
2: very I, likely. Mel Martinka waited twenty something years. Yep. Norm Proven waited waited fifty. Or they mm. had to fix a few things up there. I understand that, but. I don't know what the rush is. Why you'd need to do it straight away. I
3: think the problem we have is if we if we took that five year hiatus out of it, where we you can't be voted as an immortal or even put up as a nomination. If we we got rid of that and made it one or two years, whatever it may be, or you could be an immortal immediately after you retire. I think it, we start forgetting of the history of the game now. That's only as us as observers. I'm pretty sure the the NRL and the individuals that are involved in the the immortals process don't forget the history of the game, but we tend to forget the, the closer we get to your Thurstons and your and your, your and, and your Cameron Smiths and your Billy Slaters, do we start forgetting about Brett Kenny, Glenn Lazarus,
2: those sort Peter of players: Sterling.
3: exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I feel as though that the whole five year was initially put in there, like you're saying, Badge, to try and take emotion out of the situation. Yeah, let it all settle and make a make, make a, a, a factual a observation. Yes, yeah, and I think we need to keep it at that. Yeah, you know, I would even argue that it should be longer, so we can preserve the history of the game mm. and we do do not forget the the Lazaruses and the Kennies and Ken Irvine's and Co. so at
2: least five years, maybe longer. Yeah, right. good. So I'm, I'm with you on that one. So that's uh, Jerome Hughes, apparently he's a man in demand, there's a bunch of clubs that are chasing him, the, uh, the, the Melbourne club uh, offered him an extension of uh, 500 grand a year for two years, mm. not bad money but as a halfback and um, some would say one of the best in the game, he's delivered them a premiership and got into the hot seat there, uh, vacated by Cooper Cronk a couple of seasons ago, uh, apparently the Warriors, Tigers and Titans are in the hunt to uh, to try to get hold of Jerome Hughes, what, what would he be
3: He's from all reports. He's asking around seven hundred thousand a year. Um, now, as a recruiter, you've got to you've got to break down a lot of a lot of things in an, in an individual player. First and foremost, you look at their natural attributes. Now, he's a fullback slash 5'8 Growing up, he was in the Titan system as an under twenties player. Uh, then he went to the Cowboys, of course. So uh, his natural attributes are very very good. But are they that of a a regular? Harper has he got a good kicking game? No, not a great one. Has he got blistering speed? No, not really. Um, then you start looking at things like the players that were around him. Did that make him a better player? He, well, he was a better player with the likes of Cam Smith, Cam Munster, and those around him. Don't get me wrong, tremendous player. Seven hundred thousand a year. I, I, I don't. I think there's a club that will probably give him that. And good on him if he gets it. Uh, but I think on the open market he would be yeah he'd be between 5 and 600,000. Mm. So they're not far from the mark Melbourne and that I was their so. first offer and I've got no doubt they'll they'll retain him as well and Frank Panisi has said well you know, the continuing com- conversations will be that we're hoping that he'll stay and you know, I think he will as yep. well.
2: Uh now the big event of course that's that you mentioned earlier on was the uh the Masters uh from Augusta finished early this morning. Aussie Cameron Smith came second but world number 1 Dustin Johnson finally Converted a a lead after three rounds in a major.
3: Honestly, it still feels like a dream. Uh, You know, as as a kid, you know, dreaming about winning the Masters. You know, having Tiger put the green jacket on you. You know, it's it still seems like it's a dream. But you know, I'm here, and you know what a great feeling it is. And you know, I couldn't be more excited. It's it's an unbelievable feeling, you know, to, to experience all this with my brother. Um, you know, he's been a big help. You know, being on my bag, I, I love him being on the bag. You know, I wouldn't want anyone else there. You know, to to share all these memories and these moments with him, it, it's incredible.
2: Fantastic win, yeah, twenty under for the tournament. Um, he cruised and, in the end, didn't he? Yeah, it was great mm. to see Cameron Smith up there, though. Um, a fantastic uh, second. That's the the fifteen or sixteen under. The best ever score from a runner-up and the first man to shoot in the 60s for all four rounds. Yeah, 69 on the last day. He, he would have won 76 of the last 83 Masters at that score of 15-under. So. Pretty impressive, isn't it? Uh, here's what Kim Smith had to say.
4: I thought I'd have a decent shot
2: if I got to Dustin's origi- original score at the start of the day, 16-under. Um, I knew I had to put the pressure on early, um, got out of the gates pretty good and uh, DJ was just too good at the end. Yeah, fantastic stuff. It was great to watch, wasn't it? And uh, they back up again in, in April, so only five months yeah. away, and mm. you don't would he'd have to be up there somewhere in the you'd imagine, in the uh, the reckoning to be a chance of going one better. Um uh, Right, don't we better get to our racing news now with Chris Nelson.
0: Now on Sports day. Time for a racing Queensland update. Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com dot AU. G'day Chris
4: Nelson. How are you going, Jason? How was your weekend, mate? Very good, very good indeed. Thank you. Um, now, the the summer carnival uh,
1: is starting now for Racing Queensland. There was a launch this morning in Surfers.
4: Yeah, there certainly was uh, Sky Point at Surfers Paradise. Uh, there was a Racing Queensland summer carnival launch this morning. Plenty of uh, trainers and jockeys and people who are going to be involved right throughout the carnival uh, that ends up on Magic Millions Day. Were there front and centre, and that was at Sky Point, Jason. I declined the invitation because it was 77 floors high, and that's just way too high for me. There you know, is a lift, you mate. You don't
0: have to. You don't have to take the stairs.
4: No, it wasn't about the lift or the stairs. It was more about looking over the edge. That would just do my head in. It's too too high up for me. But we head off to the sunny coast for the first week of the summer carnival this week, and we've got the Swiss Alps flight. And we've also got the Maloola Bar Cup. So a couple of really good races there on Saturday coming up. All right, mate. And anything else? Yeah, just uh, a note. So one of our favourite horses uh, in Queensland, Command & Conquer, trained by Steve Tregay out at uh, Toowoomba, who won it to uh, won it to Doombin, sorry, Saturday a week ago, won that last race very impressively, has been sold to Hong Kong. So unfortunately, we won't oh. see Command & Conquer again, going uh, the way of a lot of horses of late, but uh, I would say... The money being offered is just too, uh, too high to uh, refuse. So Command & Conquer has gone. We won't see him again. We wish him all the best in Hong Kong. All right, mate, next time we get an invite like that as well, just think of us poor blokes in the back office working hard who don't get those invites. For the latest Queensland Racing news, meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au, get racing, gamble responsibly, 1-800-858-858. I love it when you can just knock back free free functions and free breakfast. Uh, Chris, we'll catch yep. up with you tomorrow. I'm already looking forward to it. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, thanks,
3: Woogie and Chris Nelson. And the boys from Lismore, They last week they had a go at Chris Nelson and they said his tips. Um, they didn't gamble responsibly at the end of the day when they they had his tips. But his tips, he said, boys, a thousand apologies to from Chris from Racing Queensland. He bet me a sensational win Friday. We'll be waiting for his tips this week, the Lismore boys. So well done.
2: Beautiful stuff, righto. Uh, up next, Queensland selector and NRL legend Darren Locker will join us after the break, Sports Day.
0: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back.
1: We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yeah, we sure
2: are, and of course we're going to be talking state of origin uh, plenty throughout the show in the next few nights, because it's the decider on Wednesday night. Massive game, Queensland up against New South Wales, Suncorp Stadium, uh, a packed house, and we have on the line uh, Queensland, an Australian legend, and Channel 9 commentator Darren Lockyer. Lockie, uh, welcome to the show. you Are feeling nervous at this stage?
5: I'm actually in Caxton Street, as we speak, and uh, now... the nerves don't really kick in until sort of uh, the day of the game. It's uh, yeah, big occasion. It? It's a decider. Uh, it's also um, you know the government's been kind and allowed the, the ground to be uh, maxed out. So that's 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 a, a nice occasion for I guess, the people of Queensland, which is what they've been through and everyone's been through this year.
3: I'm not even yeah. worried about Wednesday at the moment, Lockie, because I'm gonna set the scene for you, Badge. We're at Adelaide Airport. We turn up really early for like a six o'clock flight. Off oh, a game two. Game two in Adelaide. Uh, no, game one. Oh, yeah. Um, saw Lockie and I said, Do you know where the Virgin Frequent Fly Lounge? Are? He goes, Yeah, round the corner. So I went round the corner, end up in this volunteering COVID testing room. Oh, now dear. did you deliberately give me the bum steer, Darren? <laughs> <laughs> Uh 1-0, one Uh Now, listen, uh, on Wednesday night, um, did you like the aggression from Game 2 leading into Game 3? Now, did you like the aggression from Tino Faso Malawi and, and Payne Huss?
5: Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I think one of the attractions to our game at times is the, the physicality and you know, when you see... Uh, Emotions spill over, and I think people, they like seeing that. That's what live sports about. Um, so you look up with, with Tino, um, you know, I was really impressed. I mean, is he still a young kid? I know he's coming out of a good system, but, uh, the football he played, particularly in game two, um, yeah, it surprised me, but I didn't realise he had that that sort of mental fortitude or the, or, or the, um, I guess the, the stamina to do what he did. But, you know, and to see him, sort of, him and Payne have a, a few uh, few
3: words. I think that's good. Yeah. Now, looking over the side, and, and great to see Harry Grant making his debut. Um, is debuting players this year, Lockie, a little easier than the past, seeing they've been isolated as a as a large group for for a large period of time.
5: Yeah. Look, well, I think you know. I mean, if you're going to make your debut for Queensland, um, you know, I just asked Cameron Smith. Ideally, uh, you do it at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, so, yeah, look, I, I think um, because the kids are they're in the system, and they're educated, um, you know, I guess a lot earlier now. When they get to when they get to these moments, you know, they're as well as prepared as they can. Whereas, you know, 15 years ago, there was a lot less. Focus on, on uh, you know, and uh, a lot of coaches would, would uh, you know, feel like it's a big risk to put, you know, a debutant
2: into a decider. But the quality of the NRL allows these guys to, you know, to, you know, to be ready for something like this. Mm. Lucky, lucky um, uh, how tough were the, was the decision or decisions around dropping three players, especially Mo Fotooka and, and Ben Hunt?
5: Yeah, um, well, I think when you when you get beaten like you do um, in game two, obviously, you, yeah, you, you, you sort of look at things. I mean, you got we got to give a lot of credit to New South Wales because they just didn't allow Queensland to play any football at all. Mm. Um, so you look at all the Queensland players; they would have been down from their output uh, in that game it's just because the opposition just didn't allow them to play. Um, so. Yeah, ben Hunt. Um, you know, he wasn't probably ready to play seventy-eight minutes in the halves. He would have trained all week to play you know, as that sort of that link player that comes on in the back row. Um, and Mo, he was, you know, like the first game. Um, but you know, he's. I, I think. Um, yeah, he'll be. Uh, he's. He's a good kid. He'll. He'll be there in the long term. Um, you know, I think. I think Wayne's always had the view that. You know, go away with the squad. And he's done it for the kangaroos and I've gone away with him. You know, and, you know he, he, he thinks everyone, you know, um, they've all made a sacrifice. They've all put in. Um, he, he tries to give everyone some, some game time. Um, and Harry, Harry Grant, I think, if we look at, if we have got to find some points, you know, Harry Grant's probably one that could maybe provide a bit of spark when he comes on.
2: Yeah, well, we definitely do do need to find some points. You're right about that, Lockie. Does this series remind you? It Reminds me of 2001 that you played a, a very pivotal role in that series, where you you know a lot of debutants uh, caused a massive upset in game one. Uh, then the Blues hit back and and thumped Queensland a bit like last week, and of course there was the uh, the fairy tale uh, win by Queensland with um, Alan Langer coming back. Does this Series remind you of that and and some similarities there?
5: Yeah, look, you know, I mean, I don't think there's an elf comeback happening. Um, no. is, I, I don't know anything about that yet. But, uh, he's in camp. Yeah. Uh, who knows <laughs> what's going to happen? But, yeah, look, I, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, um, you know, the case is, you know, if, you, if you're going to blood. Rookies, I guess you're not going to get a, a better qualified person than, than Wayne, and still that sort of confidence and belief that you need in these young kids. Now they did it in game one. Now you probably would would say that New South Wales were maybe they were in game one. But we you know the game was there, we took it. Um, but you know, I think this game, especially, um, you know, having play been played at Suncorp and 50,000 Queenslanders in there, that's going to be a one hell of an experience. And, uh, you know, I, I think the, the team's going to need... He's going to need to you know, lean on the, on, on the crowd um, to get it through tough times, but also... Yeah, so, I, I mean, there is similarities. Uh, let's, let's hope they can bring it home.
3: Lockie, if you were captaining that game in, in Game 2 for Queensland and you you had a really good feel for the game. You could you could feel the rhythm of the game. You're one of the best to be able to identify that. And when you started seeing that game and you started losing that battle, what would have your message been to your team, your Queensland teammates, uh, to try and bring that game back to a balance?
5: Well, you know, for me... We talk about, um, you know, Nathan Cleary kicking early. Like, sometimes the best way to turn momentum in a game is to actually kick early. It sort of, it sort of feels like it's not the right thing to do. You're under pressure. All you seem to be doing is tackling. But, um, you know, an early kick for me was a great way to change the momentum of the game because it just it allows you to potentially get field position and then start to, you know, turn... turn turn the state of the game around. That's, you know, New South Wales just played the ball way too quick um, last game. And then, they, you know, the halves had all the time in the world. You know, Cody had a good game. Nathan had a a, 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 a fantastic game. But they were just, that was off the back of, you know, their forwards or anyone for that matter, getting a quick play of the ball around and cooking get out. So You've got to do two things you've got to defensively mid, the middle guys have got to do a lot better job about trying to slow the play the ball down but, You know, I, I would have been thinking we've got to get an early kick boys I need, need someone to chase it like Ado Cardiff
3: and Nathan and mm. Yeah. now you, you'll be part of the Channel 9 commentary team on Wednesday night I would imagine now for those who are going to be watching the Channel 9 coverage on Wednesday night what's the latest with Rabs I mean the New South Wales callers are not allowed to come up has there been any progress
5: in relation to that Um, there, I think, uh, as we speak, um, there, there's a decision being handed down soon. So, um, the the preferred option was there was 20 selected nine employee staff that were coming up on a, going into their own bubble, so to speak, coming up on a, on a plane, uh, coming in and do their job, uh, not interact with any of the um, the public obviously and, and do what they need to do because Rabs doesn't like flying at the best of times so I don't think the smaller plane is appealing to him and and Rabs uh, also doesn't like, I don't think he's ever called a game off the TV or maybe he has but he hates it so he wants to be there to call it and it's potentially Rabs's last call so it just wouldn't be Origin without Ray Warren in the box seat there so Apparently, this afternoon, there's going to be more news about what's
2: happening. Oh, hopefully he can uh, he can get there. Hey, Lockie, um, there's been comments around, before we let you go, around this being the the worst Queensland team ever, which uh, I find quite offensive. But we have got some issues with areas in there, you know, certain positions in the outside backs in particular, I think. Are you confident with the systems that are in place to make sure that that's, that gets fixed over the, the short, medium, even long term?
5: Yeah, well, outside backs. Um, yeah, it was definitely when we were sitting down at the selectors table. You know, even sort of two months ago, um, it was identified then that that was we're going to be, you know, light on uh, in terms of who we can pick. Um, so yeah, look, I, I think you make a good point, Badge. You can't just sort of rush it off and think, oh, well, it'll it'll just sort of uh, fix itself. And um, yeah, I, I, I think. Now, outside you look at the outside backs of New South Wales, um, yeah, they've you know, you've got some quality players there, you've got Whiting, you've got Gufferson, Tupu and Adokar. Um and you know it's um so yeah, it, look we've never been we've never had the, the same depth as New South Wales to pick from, but it's definitely something that, you know, um, it needs to be needs to be looked at how how we um, you know, how the system provides enough talent in the, in, the, in, the
2: um, in those areas. Yeah, well, hopefully we can. Hopefully we can uh, we can fix it up short term with a a massive upset victory on um, on Wednesday night for Queenslanders' sake. New South Wales, well, we have got plenty of our listeners that are hoping that they'll put the cleaners through Queensland once again, uh, just like last week. Uh, Darren Lockyer, thanks for joining us, mate. and Good luck with the uh, the commentary. Hopefully, uh, Rabs will be with you, and you won't be the main caller for the game.
1: Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. No, well, hopefully, uh, the great Ray Warren is there, and um, and we get to see. I think it'll be a great, great atmosphere, a great spectacle, and yeah, it's not so much about the origin. It's not, the origin's not about talent. It's about character and desire. So, if Queensland bring bring that. We're in it.
2: Yeah, good call. righty Lockie, we could uh, could do worse than having you out there, no doubt at all. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Darren Lock, you better get the break. Sports Day it is for Kia. When we come back, our hot topic, it's all around women's origin and should there be a best of three series. Back soon.
0: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back.
1: We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas.
0: Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com.
2: Yeah, you'll be blown away with car air conditioning service. Uh, book at dot repcoservice.com. Sats, women's state of origin. Uh, a very good game the other night. Queensland had a win. New South Wales have won the first two before that at North Sydney Oval. Now Queensland have uh, have had a win at home. Did that you was see at the Millie Boyle broke State. No, I didn't. Oh. That's,
3: Remember Blake Ferguson that's Dave, broke his Dave Boyles from
2: yeah. the Raiders, that's his daughter. Yeah, um, former centre. Morgan Boyles from the... It's his, from Manly, it's his sister. sister. Yes.
3: So she's a front rower. And Blake Ferguson's broken nose a couple of years ago. Remember that famous, it goes on oh, like yeah, yeah. right angles. Saying, just like that. Ball. You know what? She just jumped back to her feet, Ooh. play the ball. It's a, it's a well, horrific looking it's, broken it's, nose. It's a
2: great series. And I, and I love the passion they play with. Should it be a best of three series? And I know you've seen a bit of this stuff floating around on Twitter. Also. By now, they should have more than just one game. hmm or
3: a standalone game, as well as they
2: have had it, as opposed to playing as a curtain raiser before Origin. Yeah, in front of you know, there's going to be fifty thousand people at Suncorp Stadium Wednesday night.
3: I think that's what's creating the most debate: badges should it be a standalone or should it be a, a three game series? Well, they, they
2: fill, they're filling the crowds. I mean, that that stadium was pretty much as many as they could get in there at yeah, Sunshine absolutely. Coast, wasn't it? Yeah, so which so is
3: great. I, I'm thinking there would have been, I'm thinking there would have been five thousand there. Yeah, I don't know what the capacity yeah. is and I, what they're I think allowed. the capacity is around 10,000 people. Okay. So, um, yeah, it would have been about 5,000, I think a little bit more. I, I think the four points that I would look at, Badge, and one I've already probably covered, but firstly, will it create good exposure for the game? If, if it's a standalone game? Or if yes. it's before the before the Origin match on Wednesday night, for example? Yeah, it will. Either way, I think it'll create good exposure. Uh, secondly, will it create revenue? Absolutely it will, if it's a three-game series. And even if it's played as the as the curtain raiser to the, the men's state of origin or the game before, we should say, um, yes, it will create greater revenue.
2: Well, how about if they have three games, a couple of standalones mm-hmm. and one – as a curtain raiser to an Origin game, which gives them a big, once again, a bigger live audience. I think I think that's they a really good point. all three.
3: I think it's a really good point actually. Badge to, to put one of them as on the on the biggest night in the regular league calendar. You, you
2: go to you watch those games live, and I've watched a bunch of them over the last couple of years. As you know, they, they, they have uh, the the series throughout the finals. They're fantastic. It's great footy. I mean, if you've seen it on TV, I'm sure you're convinced. Mm. If you see it live, you'll love it. I mean, the the, the contacts. The skill everything to get, that goes with the uh, women's NRL is great, and state of origin, of course, is the the best players up against each other. You know what? I'd
3: like to get a a poll from the players, all the women who play in the the national the women's uh, NRL, and I want to see whether they would rather play in front of five to ten thousand people as opposed to fifty two thousand people on Wednesday night, or in New South Wales in a full capacity, eighty three and a half thousand oh. people. So I think you think you know the answer already. You would think so. You would think so. I, um, as you said, it's play with great skill. I love going to the Origin matches, and I love seeing the game that's before. I like seeing the under 18s State of Origin or the under twenty State of Origin before it. Our future in the game. I, if you're going to, if you're a, a punter and you're going to pay three hundred and fifty dollars or two hundred and fifty dollars yeah. for a ticket, you want to be able to go to the game.
2: But so those early Origin games, I went and watched.
3: Yeah,
2: I love the New South Wales. Fire brigade up against the Queensland, oh, and they fire and they built other, each other, and everyone loved it. Yeah, so I think
3: if you if you threw the the Women's State of Origin on the same oh, the yeah. same platform, absolutely. I just It'd think it makes huge. it's not only a, a it's not only I think it makes sense. I just think it's a really good night entertainment for the punter who's spending, who may be their only entertainment that they get to spend a lot of money on, whether it's for the family, whether it's a father taking his daughter, whatever it may be, or yep. son or mother taking son, daughter, whatever it may be. It's a really good night of entertainment for a ticket that can cost a lot of money.
2: So have you already answered the question there, Sats? When, when I, so the, the, the NRLW comp is only three rounds and yep. then a grand final. Mm. So is it too early to have three origins? Or should we wait until the NRLW expands? I reckon that's got to be soon. Into you know 10 rounds or whatever it's going to be and more teams, if not next year, in the next couple well, of years. And then progressively... Add more origin games? Badge, I think everything's got to crawl before
3: it walks. And, and the women's format of the game at the at the highest level is continuing to, you know, it's, it's got out of the crawling stage. It's into the walking stage. And soon, I think in the next five to ten years, I think we'll see a, a very big women's competition. Players who will be all full time. But at the moment, it's just going through those, you know, early, those early stages. stages.
2: We're loving it. Uh, what do you think? Uh, 736. 736, Should we have three women's standalone state of origin games? We're going to get to a break. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. Uh, we'll get to some of your texts after this. You're listening
0: to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Dot com and for Hyundai 7 year warranty.
1: We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all new Kia Sorrento has landed. And Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas.
0: Now on Sports Day, off the text with Badge and Sats. Have your say by texting 0477 736 736.
2: Yeah, keep them coming in and we thank you for them. For Australian made, it's important to buy Australian right now. Sats for you. Text from Eastwood. How can Cameron Smith blame David Gallup for the club cheating the salary cap? You make your bed, you lie in it.
3: Yeah, you're this, right, We text. haven't
2: really talked about this tonight, but this there's lots of stuff going around at the moment. That... Cameron Smith's book being released Cameron, today. When
3: yes. to buy it, it was sold out. Um, but yeah, one of the chapters is around the the salary cap scandal in 2010. And, and he, he does take aim at David Gallup. David Gallup has come out today and said, no, you're wrong. You don't have all the information. Your club actually...
2: Asked for us to expedite a decision. Yes, and mm. gave
3: us the information we required. There's this red manila folder that had these second contracts in it. So, um, uh, text from Eastwood. Uh, I agree with you um, as much as I respect Cam Smith. As a play, you, you're not fully aware of everything that goes on at operational level. And um, David Gallup, after what was a, from all reports, a uh, quite a factual investigation initially, had enough information. To um to therefore bring down the sanctions and were they the right fact, sanctions I don't think they were well, but th- yeah, they were right. made
2: well and they, they based that on them cheating the salary cap by one point seven million dollars over five years and it turned out to be more three point six that. million yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. so
3: they got it right they got it right well, in re- in, no they got it right in relation to uh, the investigation and in coming down on the Melbourne Storm
2: but to lose three minor premierships and two premierships see. I- that doesn't bother me, Badge, because I still regard them as as the premiers.
3: They won the grand final.
2: No, but they're not the premiers. They're the grand final winners. Yeah, I oh, know. In
3: rugby league world, I think we all agree that they're still the premiers. I do. Oh, no, I, a lot of people don't, that. Really? Yeah, I think the majority a majority of, just... of people think they're still the premiers. No. I think I think, well, officially I I think making them play for the rest of the season for no points was really harsh on yeah. a club. Yeah, you put crazy. people in really vulnerable situations when it comes to injuries, uh, mental welfare, whatever it may be. Uh, okay, Badge uh, Oki from Terrigal, As a player, would you be aware if you were getting an extra amount of dollars or benefits from the club?
2: Uh yes, I I was, and and that happened with me. And the, mm-hmm. the Raiders got caught for cheating the cap. That in the was ninety one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and we got some dramas, and and I was, and I, I I knew I was. I didn't know exactly how they configured the cap and who was where, but I knew I was getting um a little bit extra. because you've got no idea
3: as a player so what I did. the cap represents.
2: That's right, but does uh, what you're saying, Oki? Do these play? Did these players know? I don't think they did. I think their managers the did. Managers the thing. View. The thing that gets me is, and David Gallup said too. The managers were really up to their necks. They in took this. two steps back into what the shadows. Why yeah. didn't they get? Why didn't they get um, the you know the accreditation taken off? Batch, can I give
3: you a real quick one, just here? yes? Um, this is from uh, Sporty Gav. Terry Lamb was a top player who I admired. I wish he played more rep footy.
2: He didn't yeah. play a lot of rep footy, did he? he not a lot. I went not too with him, but he played a lot for New South played Wales played every game well. in 86, didn't he? Outstanding mm. player. Every game. And he scored five tries yeah. in a in a match uh, on tour as well. So outstanding player. Good point, uh, Sporty Gav. Keep the texts coming. 0477-736-736. The text. Never been more important to buy Australian than right now. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed.